This podcast is sponsored by ArtColorKit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com. Hello? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll start the podcast now. Uh, it's a winter wonderland in Denver. It snowed somewhere around two feet, 24 inches, which is the fourth uh, worst snowstorm in uh, recorded history for Denver. I believe that Boulder got about 27 inches, which is insane as well. Especially whenever I'm used to, I'm used to schools being shut down for less than one inch of snow. Um, so this is all pretty new to me. I was able to kind of relax a little bit over the weekend. I didn't go to the studio at all, uh, just because I was basically snowed in. And I decided today that I'm tired of being snowed in, uh, and I can't drive my car because it's two wheel drive. So I walked. And I slipped a lot. There was a lot of ice. Uh, I only fell down once, though. And when I fell, I kind of hurt my right wrist and my left shoulder. But my computer and my backpack was fine. So it was not not too bad. It only took me about 40 minutes. Yeah. So update on the job. Uh, I am still applying to jobs. I haven't heard. Well, I've heard back from a couple people, and I did not get the position that I applied for. I'm hoping that I find something soon. Also, with uh, my potential homelessness homelessness situation I did I was able to go check out a house last week before the snow it was okay the price was right but it didn't really have a lot of amenities but you know it did have a roof so that's kind of the main thing I'm looking for right now is making sure there is a roof over my head because I will live in my car but I really do not want to live in my car so there's that uh, I I have applied for unemployment. I did that a while ago, but they still have my payments on hold. I'm not really sure why that is. So I need to uh, call them later today and figure out what the deal is with that. Uh, I really uh, need the money, so I really hope that they can figure it out. Uh, I hope it's it doesn't. I hope it's not held up because of my previous employers who are uh, who are be remain unnamed, but who um, I thought better of. But, you know, you got to forgive and forget. So that's what I'm going to try to do. So I'm just looking for new jobs and hoping this unemployment comes through. So I have a tick that uh, I don't know if you're really supposed to talk about your ticks. I think you're just supposed to pretend like they're not there and just everybody's supposed to ignore them. But I have a tick whenever I think about my future. I just say the words dead man to myself. And I'm not really sure where that's coming from. I do tend to jump to the future pretty hard, trying to identify future problems so I can work on them now so that they're not an issue in the future. However, I feel like I jump a little too far ahead when I'm saying dead man. And it also, anytime I hear someone's name that's male, the, my first instinct is to say dead man. And I don't know if that's just like a reminder of my mortality. I mean, I know Cezanne kept a skull in his studio to help remind him of his mortality. I think William Shakespeare did the same thing. But... I think saying dead man to people's face may not be the best look. So I'm working on that. Um, I really am. Uh, it's better than my old tics, which were uh, not as, well, I don't know what the word is. They weren't as pleasant. I used to focus on negative self-talk a lot and just like, not self-hatred, but hatred for past, like my past self. Just because when you're in the field of self-growth, it's really easy to like get in a negative cycle and overanalyze your past self. And that is something I'm worried about doing with this podcast is I really want to avoid talking in cycles 
or uh, circles or any type of uh, cyclical nature uh, just because I think it'll degrade into some type of mental paradox to where I'm just talking about the same things over and over and over again. And it's very difficult to do that whenever my primary medium is art. And with art, you tend to do similar things over and over and over again until you find what the meaning is or find what the visual meaning is or the visual representation. I don't, it's, it's a, it's a visual to word thing. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate it very well, but with the visual world, you take a theme or a material or a mode of work or all three or more, there's always more, and you work with uh, within a set perimeter or a set, a set of boundaries that are your creative parameters. And then you keep working with those parameters until you find some new ground or new, you break some new, uh, you break the mold, for lack of a better word, uh, of, of your thinking. What I really want to do with this podcast is I want to be able to speak uh, for about 20 minutes a day, maybe three days a week, and just express myself uh, verbally and just get what's inside outside and then share it with the world. I really want my podcast to sound, 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 sound just like uh, my art does. And I do a lot of repetition in my artwork work. And it's... I've always spelled things. It's kind of just like one of my other ticks that are a little bit more fun. But sometimes I feel like I'm imitating myself whenever I have a microphone in front of me. And I'm really trying to avoid doing that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I may not repeat myself as much as I normally do in normal conversation. I usually do a little sing-song cadence to my uh, or pattern to my words. And I'm, I'm just trying to be myself on here. I'm not really trying to prove anything uh, other than that I, I exist and that I'm thinking and that I'm, I'm making art. I'll just talk about what I did this weekend. I was able to relax. I did have my computer with me, but I did not really use it for anything other than my taxes. I was able to get my taxes done. And this is the first year I was uh, actually wrote off my studio expenses, which felt really good. Um, I've just never done that in the past. It always seemed like it was more trouble than it's worth. I used a, a program called Free Tax USA. It was a breeze. Like it's really cheap. The federal's free. The state was only like twelve ninety nine, and it was really easy. I got a, I got my, I got actually got a return this year, which is great. One second, I actually got a return this year, which is great, and it it prompted me to put in my business deductions and I just didn't have them with me like all my material expenses, all my um, mailing expenses, all my um, like miscellaneous expenses. And so I just did my studio because it's better than nothing and I wanted to go ahead and get my taxes done. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy about that. I applied to two jobs, one on Sunday, one on Monday. And I heard back from the first one, and they decided to go with different applicants, which is fine. I think that I was qualified for the job, but I have really have no idea how to present myself in a way to show that I'm qualified to jobs. I've usually just worked off a of Craigslist or worked off of a, a friend giving me a job. And that's kind of just how my whole life has worked so far. And so I'm getting really nervous that I don't really have either of those options. 
I mean, I'm, I, the second job I applied to, I found on Craigslist. So I'm hoping that Craigslist comes through again. But that's how I found my last two jobs. The first one was great. I really wish the economy hadn't shut down because I'd still be working there. Um, and it's, it was a good job. I probably wouldn't have been in the hospital, but, you know, it is what it is. The second job I also found on Craigslist wasn't the best job in the world. Uh, I was grateful to have it. would rather not work in an, in an environment like that again, uh, no matter what the industry is. Um, but forgive and forget, right? Forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. I don't know. Uh, my Oh, what I did this weekend. That's what I'm doing right now. What what I did this weekend. What I did this weekend. What I did this weekend. So this weekend, I did my taxes. I applied to two jobs. Uh, I got to talk to Reggie. Uh, he's in a little bit of a tough spot right now. Oh, he. Uh, I'm not. Sure, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying this, but yeah, I won't say it. Um, but I got to talk to Reggie. Uh, we're gonna talk again today. Um, I tomorrow I have. Um, an interview with uh, Monica from the University of Texas. We're going to be talking about the branding in the Rhino Art District and how it's affected artists. And we're also going to be talking about gentrification a little bit. I'm really excited. Uh, I practiced walking in the snow to my studio today to see how long it would take. It only took me like 40 minutes. So I'll be able to walk to the studio tomorrow for the interview, which I'm grateful for. Uh, the fact that I have legs that I can walk. I'm really interested to see how the Zoom interview works. Uh, I've only done a couple Zoom calls, and I have not been really satisfied with the lag between questions. And the lag kind of throws me off in terms of my social cues, and and so I'm a little worried about it. Uh, but it'll be good practice, uh, at the very least. One second. I'm drinking some decaf coffee right now, and I'm trying to drink it before it gets cold so sorry if you hear any slurping I'll try to edit them out so I was able to make a few I was able to make a few contacts and do all that work I worked on a puzzle which is pretty fun it was a bunch of minerals uh, a bunch of minerals a bunch of minerals and it had words and different things in there and it was a bunch of different colors it was like 22 inches by 30 inches so no 28 inches like 22 by 28 inches. So it was a pretty big one. It was a thousand pieces. I didn't get very far on it. Uh, Dre was able to knock out a bunch of it. I think she still worked on it last night and got a whole bunch of it done. I I'm finding that I am having a lot of trouble just relaxing and just existing. I don't know if that's coming from like my nervous energy or my anxiety, but I really don't remember the last time I just spent a weekend doing nothing. When I say nothing, I mean doing nothing. Like just sitting around watching TV or just sitting around playing video games. And actually, you know what, now that I think about it, it was when the pandemic started and we got sent home from work. And I just played Horizon Zero Dawn for about a week solid. I think that's the last time I just sat around and did nothing. And I can really only do that for about like once every two years or so just sit down and just play a video game through to the end. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I didn't do that this weekend. Uh, I did some stuff. But whenever you're unemployed, it feels like you're never doing enough. And it just feels like things aren't going to work out. And I'm just looking at all options on the table now. I'm looking at like how much it would cost or what it would take to just move all my stuff back home to Mississippi. 
I'm wondering what it would take to, you know, get a storage unit and just live out of my car and just keep it in my studio. I'm looking at what it would take to, I don't even know. Like, I mean, I have my small business, which is my art practice, which I'm still trying to get off the ground. So buy an art color kit, please. Artcolorkit.com. So I promoted the show on Instagram and actually got a lot of support for it. There was a lot of people who were uh, saying I was brave for talking about the things I'm talking about. There was people who were just grateful that I'm speaking for once because I've kind of silenced myself over the past five years to where all I'm, the only way I'm really interacting with people is through my visual art. So I haven't really been speaking very much. So I'm I'm grateful for the people who are sending me congratulations and thanks and praise. Uh, it, it really means a lot, and it's it makes it much easier to keep producing. So let me talk about my art a little bit. Hold on, I'm going to get my notebook out and flip to the page. Okay, right here. So the the plan was to continue going down the current path I'm going. I want, wanted to enlarge some of my doodle drawings into 22 by 30 inches uh, using my projector. And it would have been about 30 of those. And then I wanted to just paint those individually using... So I do it in pretty much black and white whenever I'm making the preliminary drawings. So that way all I'm focused on is line and form. And then whenever I enlarge it, all I'm focusing on, since I have the placement already together, all I'm focusing on is color and color balance. And so that's what I, my original plan was, was to do 30 of those. Uh, after I started doing more freeform art, I've, I've realized that I've kind of painted myself into a system. And I don't know if I can handle any more systems right now while I'm trying to get back into the art, uh, back into the um, economic systems of like jobs and employment. So what I'm doing is kind of jumping ahead. So I was going to buy masonite sheets and that are four by eight feet and then cut them down to three feet by four feet. So I'd get two per each one. And I was going to prime those uh, front and back and edges. And then I was going to do some spray paint designs on them and then wheat paste paper onto those masonite designs. Uh, and the paper would have been head patterns. Then I was going to paint those heads once they were attached. And what I'm thinking about now is I already have a bunch of paper. So what I'm going to do is instead of getting three by four foot sheets of, of masonite, I'm either going to attach two pieces of 22 by 30 inch paper together to make to make 44 by 30 inch sheets and then spray paint those paint on those and then uh, wheat paste or just paste with a matte medium, some heads on there. And then just going from that point, like going from that point to see what happens. And then that way I'll have storage space inside my flat file. I really need to start boxing some art up. I may do a sell on Instagram uh, coming up. I've seen Claire, Claire Whitehurst do a few of those and it seems like those are pretty successful. Uh, although I think she has built up her uh, 
her audience to buy things a little bit better than I have. Although that may be unfair, I think that I haven't been posting at all because I'm scared of social media and I'm scared of rejection. And it just kind of hurts really bad when you put your heart and soul into something and it gets like 10 likes. But compared to what I was doing, which was not posting anything ever, 10 likes is a big, it's a big plus. So I just need to get my ego in check. I need to start posting again on Instagram. And I need to try to sell some stuff in my stories. So I'll put that on my to-do list. I'm not sure when that'll happen, but I'll, but I'll try to make that happen. So all I've really been doing on Instagram is just uh, posting stories of me working and showing the work that I'm producing. Usually about 160 to 200 people see those every time. Uh, sometimes it's only 80 people or 90 people. But I feel like that is a good solid core of people who are consistently seeing my work. It feels good. It really does. I'm not sure if the time exchange for what it takes, because since I make so much work, I think what, I, what I'm trying to say is, since I make so much work, it's difficult for me to stop, scan, produce a uh, Instagram-ready image file, store that file, upload that file to the cloud, download it, make a hashtag list and then have the psychological effect of me wanting to check Instagram every 10 minutes just to see who's liked it. I just don't know if the time exchange is there for me. Like, I don't know if the value exchange is there for me. I like it. I like doing it. It feels good. It feels like progress. It feels like I have a, a, a like a, like a constant, like a steady stream of like what I'm working on that I can just show somebody However, the psychological drain and the mental energy that goes into uh, occupying that space, I just don't know if it is worth it for me. If it translated into sales, like constant sales, it might be worth it. Or not even constant, but consistent sales. I have made a few sales through Instagram, so I don't know. Maybe it is worth looking into. Maybe it is worth picking back up. I think it's just insecurity at this point. I think it's that... I don't like submitting to the algorithm. I don't like having a company artificially confine who does and does not see my work. It's painful. I mean that in a literal sense. It's literally painful. I'm hoping I can overcome that. I think that if I just take a photograph of my work rather than doing all the Photoshop and all that stuff, maybe it'd be better, but I'm not sure. I think what I'm going to focus on now is I'm going to do six paintings. I'm going to do them 40 inches by, uh, I mean, 44 inches by 30 inches. I'm just going to do six of them. I swear I'm going to upload them to Instagram. And once they're finished, and I'm just going to make them. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get off this now, and I'm going to start working on that. Well, I'm going to call the unemployment office first. I've got to let them know that my payment's still on hold, and I need to know why. Uh, they were wonderful last time I called them. So I'm really grateful that, that Colorado has a good unemployment system. So I'm going to call them, figure out what's going on with that. And then I'm going to start working on some new pieces. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, what am I, what am I grateful for? Um, so today what I'm grateful for is that uh, I may not have a car that can drive in the snow, but I do have two feet that can walk in the snow. 
So even though it was one of the fourth worst storms in the history of Denver, recorded history of Denver, uh, I was able to walk to my studio today. Uh, and I only fell once, and it hurt kind of bad, but I'm already getting over it. It didn't hurt anything else. I'm grateful that my backpack was high enough up to where my computer did not hit the ground. I'm grateful that I was able to apply to two jobs. I'm grateful that I heard back from one job quickly so I can move on to the next thing, even though they didn't choose me. I am grateful... Uh, for friends that reach out to me and and support me and actually share their support uh, rather than just thinking it because I'm not a mind reader. I, it really feels good to have the verbal cues and the, the verbal confirmation for whenever, some, when I, if, if you're doing something correctly or people view you as doing something that's a correct step, it's very good to get those verbal confirmations. Um, if you'd like to send me any, my contact is at Gandy, G-A-N-D-Y, dot cc backslash contact that's c-o-n-t-a-c-t contact that's gandy.cc backslash contact and if you have any questions you want me to answer on here or if you want to be interviewed or i don't know whatever i'm down for anything i can hook up my phone to this little road procaster thing um so we can do phone conversations it's whatever i think i'm going to call my mom that's that's what i'm going to do I'm going to end this by calling my mom and telling her I love her. Okay. This person cannot be reached at the moment. Please leave a message after the tone. After you leave a message, you can modify it by pressing pound. Hey, mom. Just wanted to call and tell you I loved you. Uh, give me a call back when you get a second. See you. This podcast is sponsored by ArtColorKit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com.